there, and welcome to Story Institute's Rambling Verser podcast, episode 29. My name is John Murder III, and I'll be the Rambling Verser again for this episode. Uh, for those of you just stopping by, thanks for, uh, for checking us out. For those of you returning, uh, thanks for staying with us. We'll get all the contact information out of the way first. Uh, if, if you like the show when you, when you listen through it or go back through the archives and you want to share some feedback with us, you can do so at storyinstitute.com, either right, right with this podcast or in our forums, or uh, leave us a, some feedback on iTunes or give us a call at 615-431-RIT. That's 615-431-9748. And lastly, you can always send us an email to ramblingverser at storyinstitute.com. This week we're anticipating the show to be a little bit shorter as we talk about you know, just one poem, a couple writing prompts, and to, to give you some ideas as far as where to pull some of your ideas from. Our, our biggest goal here is for you to remember some parts of your childhood, but also see where, what connections you want to remember and what connections you don't, and, and turn them more into to the characters and to the plot lines that you're trying to create within your stories. <laughs> Today we have two quotes, one from Fred Rogers and the other from Beverly Cleary. Both were very familiar with, with children and uh, dedicated much of their craft to, uh, to doing things to help educate and help children enjoy their imagination and, and storytelling. So the quote by Fred Rogers is, Play is often talked about as if it were a relief from some serious learning. But for children, play is serious learning. Play is really the work of childhood. The second one from Beverly Cleary, quite often somebody will say, what year do your books take place? And the only answer I can give is in childhood. The interesting part with both of these quotes is is it really hits home into how children learn and how they play. And both are, are, are intermixed and intertwined. As writers, it's, it's kind of our job to pull out what those elements are for our particular audience. And from both Fred Rogers and Beverly Cleary, uh, the audience was clearly children. So if you're writing for children, you need to make sure that you remember what it was like to be a child in case you've gotten a little bit past that point in your life. Uh, one way to do that is really take a look at some, some old photographs that you may have of, of your childhood. What was it like back then? What things did you think were fascinating and amazing? And really put yourself in those shoes again because that fascination, that wonderment is really where that imagination kind of grows and takes shape. And I have two children of my own and those two children really, uh, really test those, those limits of, of that imagination. Always looking for what's real and what, what is part of something that they can create. Connecting back to the whole childhood piece, the poem of the week is by Edgar Allan Poe, Annabelle Lee. Uh, this may be a familiar poem to some of you and others. Hopefully you'll enjoy, enjoy it for the first time here. Annabelle Lee. It was many and many a year ago in a kingdom by the sea that a maiden there lived whom you may know by the name of Annabelle Lee. And this maiden, she lived with no other thought than to love and be loved by me. I was a child, and she was a child, in this kingdom by the sea. But we loved with a love that was more than love, and I, my Annabel Lee, with a love that the winged seraphs of heaven coveted her and me. And this was the reason that long ago, in this kingdom by the sea, a wind blew out of a cloud, chilling my beautiful Annabel Lee, so that her high-born kingsman came and bore her away from me, 
to shut her up in a sepulcher in this kingdom by the sea. The angels, not half so happy in heaven, went envying her and me. Yes, this was the reason, as all men know, in the kingdom by the sea, that the wind came out of the cloud by night, chilling and killing my Annabel Lee. But our love was stronger by far than the love of those who were older than we, of many far wiser than we, and neither the angels in heaven above nor the demons down under the sea can ever dissever my soul from the soul of the beautiful Annabel Lee. For the moon never beams without bringing the dreams of the beautiful Annabel Lee, and the stars never rise but I feel the bright eyes of the beautiful Annabel Lee. And so, all the night tide, I lie down by the side of my darling, my darling, my life and my bride, in the sepulchre there by the sea, in her tomb by the sounding sea. Sometimes when we connect with an individual, it brings out much emotion, and that's the same even with childhood, whether it's our first love, our first crush, uh, whatever it is, we have those connections to our childhood, to, to the, the thing that, that made us happy when we were younger. Sometimes just remembering this moment, this person, makes us sadder as we reflect on the emotions later in life. So we're going to do something a little bit different this week for the writing prompt. The writing prompt for the poem of the week will be actually to turn around the poem itself about Annabelle Lee and write a story, a short story, about the author sharing uh, sharing the emotions and the Annabelle Lee character. What were they like? What kind of things did they get into? Talk a little bit about some remembrance of this kingdom by the sea, but make a short story out of it. You already have a, a good a good chunk of the characters and even the scenery. Uh, when when uh, Poe talks really about you know the sea and and the, the kinsmen, uh, really really draw out uh, some of those some of those elements within your short story. There's quite a bit of room for creativity here. Bring in some of those characters from your childhood and put them in this story itself. But, you know, make sure that you're tying some pieces together. Don't tell the entire story because unless you want to write a novel uh, out of this, you want to keep it short, sweet, but, but have a point to the story. And maybe your goal is not just to tell one story with Annabelle Lee uh, and, and this uh, nameless uh, individual sort of telling uh, the, the narrative, but... Think about where you want it to go. Think about if you want to have a series uh, of short stories about this childhood when they grew up. When actually did this uh, this poem take place? Was it when they were teenagers? Was it when they were older? How long was the narrator and Annabelle Lee together before uh, her life ended? So since we hit on the short story writing prompt uh, for this week, we wanted to bring in one of the poetry topics we have on Story Institute, and it's going to be about carnivals. When was the last time you went to a carnival? You know, one of those signs of summer. The crowded, dark, and sometimes littered parking lots with the tilt-a-whirls, the ferris wheels, and the bumper cars, and those all-too-tempting carnival games. Cotton candy, all sticky and sugary, snow cones, so icy and drippy, corn dogs, so, well, so corn doggy. Each of those images rise to the top when we're thinking of a carnival. We use each line to share one sense of excitement, of wonder, of worry with your readers, your new friends, your connections to other carnivals that you have shared. If you are struggling with some ideas, 
take some pictures, or look up some from when you were a child. Hurry, they're usually only there for a week. Are there differences between the carnival and the circus? Are there different attractions, different people, different reflections of your childhood? Create the images you, you see in them. Decide on the feeling you wish to evolve and post it at storyinstitute.com or share it elsewhere, but write and enjoy. Our childhood can be full of so many uh, positive memories, and sometimes they're, they're filled with things that we don't want to remember. For most of us, we, we try to repress them, which is great. As a writer, though, we want to bring those out. Bringing those stories out add the intensity, the life to each of our works. So whether it's a picture or contacting an old friend through Facebook or Twitter or, or just sending them an old-fashioned letter, look for that inspiration. Look for that connection that you have may, may have been missing for quite some time and write about it. Don't just feel the emotions again, but capture those on a paper because those emotions will help craft that next story, build those next characters, and really reignite some of that passion that you may have forgotten about as a child. If all else fails and you're just not reigniting some of that passion, go to a park. Uh, watch, uh, Watch children play. You'll see a different behavior in them. And hopefully that'll help you connect with the characters that you're trying to develop. If that really doesn't work, think about the type of story you're telling. And then think about if it's appropriate for, for the age group you're trying to portray. If it's not, rewrite your story and tell it in a different light and a different point of view. I think you'll be happier with it as, as the writer and as somebody who would need to read their own work before it goes to print or it goes to, to, to anyone else to read. Again, we're going to kind of wrap up early here uh, with this episode. If you're missing that short story and you really want to uh, to get uh, get a good short story down, take a look at Apples for Teacher. Sorry, that's applesfortheteacher.com/short-stories uh, instead of HTML. But on that site, it actually has printable stories for kids, and uh, it kind of relates to what we're talking about, but gives you many more ideas than we can talk about in the 10, 15, 20 minutes that we usually have in our podcast. Uh, they even have some uh, ideas as far as what to read in a library. But check them out. We have no affiliation with them. Just sh- doing research on the topics. It was applesfortheteacher.com. Uh, we'll go ahead and link to it in the show notes. So. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Rambling Verser and hope to see you back here next week. In the meantime, remember to imagine, enhance, and grow your stories.